0: Log Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to the seventh annual seven-day, last-day field, Holy Ghost Revival, this here in Purpose Kingdom Network. I'm your girl, Minister Adrian. Misunderstood Allen, And, uh, I just want to say Merry Christmas. Let the baby be born. All of the good things that happen within today, in the festivals of today. Now, we're going to get right on into it. we going to come tell you what we're doing. And, uh, y'all do you know that this is the revival? So this is the first of many, and we will be here every night at eight pm all the way up until New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, we won't start until eleven, I believe, and y'all just sit back and enjoy tonight we are well, our scripture for the whole entire week is uh we're coming from Romans twelve and one. After I am finished, we will hear the reading, and then after the reading you will be hearing from none other than Minister Bernard Morrow. Now, have y'all ever heard, by faith we could? We're just going to say, by faith we could. And what else better way to end today and start us off for our seven-day Holy Ghost Revival than our own brother Morrow himself. So, happy. Would you come on and read for us, please? And then after that, I believe
1: you will be hearing from Reverend The Lord, I'm just excited for what God is doing. I will be reading in your hearing this evening our theme scripture for this year's revival, our theme scripture, which is coming from Romans chapter 12, Verse 1, and I'll be reading this evening from the King James Version. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, that was Romans Chapter 12, verse 1, and we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. Hallelujah. God, and the next voice that you will hear is that of our very own Minister Bernard Marrow. By faith, we good. Minister Bernard, it is in your hands.
2: Amen. Family, what's going on? What's going on, family? You already know. It's your boy, Mr. Bernard Marrow, and I am so excited, so excited and so grateful to be back on Purpose Kingdom Network. Shout out to all of my family all over the world because we are all a part of God's family. Shout out to all of my PKN family, all of God's messengers, all of you all that are listening tonight. I love you all. Shout out to our CEO, Pastor Toy Daly. Uh, She's so committed and so faithful uh, to PKN, to the vision, uh, to God through PKN as well, uh, through the vision that God has given her. And I am so grateful that she has extended the invitation for all of us to be a part of this amazing vision that is giving God all the glory and drawing many closer to him. So with that being said, listen, I don't want to prolong uh, the word that God has given tonight. I'm going to go ahead and pray. And we're going to jump right in it, family. As I always say, I want to give you what God gave me. All right? Because y'all already know, by faith we good. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. We adore you. We glorify you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we bless your name, God. We honor you tonight. We adore you tonight. We worship you tonight. We magnify you tonight. We exalt you tonight. We give you the glory tonight. We give you the honor and all of the praise, God, because it all belongs to you. Thank you for this beautiful, blessed day. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for healing and deliverance. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, your favor, and your unconditional, unfailing, never-ending love. We say thank you for this moment. Thank you for this ministry. Thank you for your word. about to go forth. Lord, you let your word be a blessing to all who receive it. Lord, let us install it, live by it, and share it with others by faith. We thank you, God, in advance for what you're getting ready to do. And Lord, we pray that someone will rise and ask the most important question they will ever ask. What must they do to be saved? And that they will make the greatest decision they will ever make, which is to accept you, Lord, Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So have your way tonight, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Speak for me. Speak through me. Have your way. Take control. Hallelujah. Have your way tonight, God. Hallelujah. And it is so. We thank you for seven years for the Holy Ghost field end of the year revival. And I decree and declare through this revival God, you will renew, refresh, recharge, restore, revive, and revitalize. You will regenerate us, God. We thank you for your miraculous power at work in our lives. We thank you for miracles. Thank you for breakthrough. Thank you for healing. Thank you for the manifestation of your word. And it is so in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, family, so check it out. Let's get right into it. Y'all know that uh, our theme this year is I'm a living sacrifice. And we're coming from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Now, God always, uh, for the most part, you know, every now and then the Lord will give me something different when uh, people give me a thing. You know, uh, he'll give me something different or lead me in a different way when it comes uh, to his word and scripture. Uh, But uh, once again, he has allowed me to stick with uh, the scripture that we um, have for our theme this year, amen? And so uh, our theme this year is I'm a living sacrifice, and the scripture is Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. Now, I'm going to read verse 1 and verse 2, and I'm going to give you uh, tonight's topic, right? And then we're going to jump into it. So the word of the Lord says in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, I beseech ye, uh, excuse me, I beseech you, glory to God, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, this is verse 1. I want to read it one more time. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, verse 2, very familiar as well. And the word of the Lord says, and be not conformed to this world, But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, family, I'm going to speak to you very briefly tonight, focusing on... I'm a living sacrifice submitted to be committed. I'm a living sacrifice submitted to be committed. All right? I'm submitted to the will of God to be committed to the will of God. I'm submitted to be committed. Is there anybody out there tonight that is ready to decree and declare as you press forward into the new year? God, I am a living sacrifice submitted, committed. I'm submitting to your will. I'm submitting to your way. I'm submitting to your plan. I'm submitting to your purpose. God, I'm submitting to your desire. And not only am I submitting to you, God, but I'm a remain committed to you, God. And so I'm a living sacrifice, submitted, committed. In order to be a living sacrifice family, I read verse two as well because anytime we are going to align ourselves with God, um, anything that we do throughout our everyday lives, we have to renew our mind, right? It's like going to the gym. You've got to renew your mind and discipline yourself to go to the gym before you just go gym. You have to condition yourself so that you are ready and be and and prepared to go to the gym. So as we decree and declare and position ourselves uh to be a living sacrifice for the Lord as we have been, but we know that we always have opportunities to learn and to grow as we press forward. And so we want to make sure that we uh, renew our mind. Amen. So let's press forward by faith tonight. And so as we live in submission to God's authority, right, depending on God's power, living in obedience to him, our lives will reflect him. As we live in submission to God's authority, depending on God's power, living in obedience to God, our lives will reflect him. Jesus will be seen, will be reflected throughout all we do. And so as our lives reflect his presence and power, we have the assurance of knowing God is at work, changing us from the inside out. We have the assurance, hallelujah, as our lives reflect his presence and power, we have the assurance of knowing that God is at work changing us from the inside out. And so together we are being transformed into the image of Christ. God has given us everything we need to be who he has created and called us to be. And so uh, in this church age of grace, you know, the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer is to bring us into the likeness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. i want to say that again. The work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer is to bring us into the likeness of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so the law in the Old Testament was designed to point us to Christ. The Holy Spirit's ministry of grace is intended to make us like Christ. The Old Testament was designed to point us to Christ, and the Holy Spirit's intention is to make us like Christ. And so as we intentionally uh, and freely, as we intentionally and freely allow the Holy Spirit Hallelujah, the spirit of God to do his work within us, we become more like Jesus for others to see him through us and to be drawn closer to him. And so God does not dwell within us, play church. Say that again. God does not dwell within us, play church. He dwells within us to transform our life as well as to work through us to transform the lives of others all for his glory. Paul said, I appear to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And so God transforms us by the renewing of our minds. Transitioning us from our old way of living, changed for the greater good. Transforms us by the renewing of our minds, transitioning us from our old way of living, changed for the greater good. And so Paul, family, Paul is urging us to respond to God's mercy. He is urging us to respond to God's forgiveness of sin. Paul is urging us to yield to God's leading and, you know, to, to really take ownership of the occlusion of us being a part of God's family. He is literally presenting us through the word of God with an opportunity to take ownership of being a part of God's family. And so Paul writes that we must no longer be conformed to the world, right, because the word world is often used in the New Testament refers to as the world system. And so we should not be submitted to the world system. We should not be conformed to the world, right? And so we should not uh, adapt in the world or the way that every human being lives by default. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. So we are created to be separated from the world. We are Created to be the light and the salt in the earth as God has anointed, equipped, and created us to be. All right? And so here it is, family. There are two kingdoms in operation in the earth. There are two kingdoms in operation in the earth. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of darkness. Okay? The kingdom of God And the kingdom of darkness All ideas Beliefs And methods Of operation Fall under one of these areas All ideas Beliefs And methods Of operation Fall under one of these areas There is no gray area The kingdom of darkness Operates Through a system The word of God refers to as the world. It is a system that opposes the word of God. We're created to live and function and represent the kingdom of God for the kingdom of God. So there's two areas that is in operation, two kingdoms that are in operation, the kingdom of God, And the kingdom of darkness You're created to live And be a part of And be a part of The kingdom of God But what the enemy wants to do Is try to use Influence to get you to be A part of the kingdom of darkness But once again family Is there anybody out there tonight That is ready to make the Decision to say God I want to be a living Sacrifice for you submit it to be committed. I don't want to be caught up in the world system. I don't want to live how others are living. I don't want to make my decisions on my own. I don't want to do my own thing. I don't want to try to handle situations my own way. Lord, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm trying to figure it out when all I have to do is cast my cares on you because you care for me. When all I got to do is call on the name of Jesus because whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Not only shall my soul be saved, but if I call on the name of the Lord, he'll save me out of every struggle. He'll save me out of every plot and attack of the enemy. He'll save from depression. He'll save from anxiety. He'll save from any and everything that's not like him, not from him, that does not add value to who I am, that does not add value to my purpose, that does not add value to those who are connected to me and all around me. Is there anybody out there tonight that is ready to make the greatest decision that you will ever make and say, God, I am a living sacrifice for you, Committed, committed. And so in John, first John chapter two, verse sixteen. John chapter two verse sixteen, you know, he basically described the worldly way of living as God's word. What God basically describes the worldly way of living as. Lust, and desires of the flesh, the eyes, as well as the pride of life. Instinct, facing those things in pursuit of happiness and meaning, referring back to living by default, your natural instinct. So this is what God is saying to us when it comes to are uh, living according to the world system, living in the world, being of the world. He is saying that worldly living, basically, the desires of the flesh, and the eyes. It is it is being prideful. Right? He is saying by instinct, seeing those things in pursuit of happiness and meaning. God is referring to living the thought. So it's like when you're born and you grow and you learn, and because of what you learn, you live uh, uh, in a way according to what you have been taught or in a way according to how you have been influenced. So what, what happens this family, is that you have an opportunity to make a choice uh uh, as you get older, and all of us, you know, many of us are older already, and we're getting older. Thank, thank God. It's a blessing. But uh, even where we are today, for those of us who are older, right, we see many things happening throughout this world, we, whether if you watch the news, whether if you uh, witness something happening in your community, whether if you hear about something. Uh, but through it all, make the choice to stay committed to a living sacrifice for the Lord? Will you remain in your position of being strong in faith? Will you remain in your position of laboring in the word of God? Will you remain in your position of seeking God to know that he's a very present help in a time of trouble? Will you remain in your position of being faithful to God To know that no matter what's happening around you, no matter what you see, no matter what you hear, no matter how you feel, you're going to live for God, you're going to serve God, you're going to praise God, you're going to glorify God, you're going to honor God, you're going to stay in Romans chapter 12. You know, Paul is telling us that God desires for believers, watch this. To switch systems Paul is basically Telling us That God is desiring For us To take ownership Of being believers in Jesus Christ He is desiring Us To switch systems So that We can get consistent Results Concerning what God promised desires and not world desires. So God wants us to switch systems. He wants us to switch systems. Come out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of God. Come on. He will, if you yield yourself, to the Spirit of God bring you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Is there a witness out there tonight that God has literally brought you out of darkness into His marvelous into His marvelous light? He snatched you out of a horrible pit. He snatched you out of a horrible struggle. Come on, He snatched you out of some bad habits. He snatched you out of an old lifestyle. And because God has delivered you, has healed you, has provided for you, because you've gotten to know him for you, you can declare today sacrifice. And I always will be. I always will be. I'm submitted. Submitted. Hallelujah. So family, God is basically telling us to abandon the chase. For pleasure, questions, and status, to stop living. Everyone else. Now, now I want to break this part down tonight. But I want to break this part down. And so, as the children of God, as believers, we are created to be blessed. Yes, we are created to not lack anything. No good thing will God withhold from them that walk uprightly, right that lives by faith according to His word. God wants us to live glorious luxurious lives, right uh, when you think about it, Adam and Eve, before the great fall, before they were disobedient, before they were deceived by the serpent, their life was luxurious. The Garden of Eden. Is a luxurious place. It's a a, a luxurious garden, uh, but they kind of you know they they forfeited it. They 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 gave up on it. <laughs> they they neglected it. They rejected it because they allowed themselves to feed into what the serpent was presenting. And so I'm saying all this to say, family, that you know God wants us to be blessed. He wants us to have many things. He wants us to enjoy life, right? He wants us to have nice homes and nice cars to drive and money in the bank and nice, uh, you know, clothes to wear and be able to go on vacation and enjoy life. But what God is basically saying is that he also wants to make sure that we have our priorities straight, that we are prioritizing correctly, properly, which is to desire God more than possessions, to desire God in his way of living more the way that other people are flowing and what they are desiring. And so God is basically telling us to abandon the chase for pleasure, possessions, and status. Like I can be content with God because I know with God I'm covered. I can be content with God because I know with God I won't lack anything. I can be content with God because there is a peace that God provides that keeps me calm in the midst of chaos. There's a peace that God provides that keeps me calm in the midst of a pandemic. There's the peace of God that passes all understanding. That will keep our hearts and minds through his son, Jesus Christ. I can be content with God because I know there's no limit with God. There's no limit to how far he can take me. There's no limit to what he can do through me and for me. And that's the mindset you ought to have, family, that you can be content with God because you have the peace of God. You can be content with God because there's no limit to what God can do. There's no limit to how he can bless you. There's no limit to how he can open doors. There's no limit to how he can elevate you and promote you. There's no limit to what God can put in your hands. I'm here to to inspire you tonight. Going into 2023, I'm a living sacrifice. Submitted. It's Okay to have possession. It's okay to have titles and statuses. What's important is that we don't apply the possession. Important is that we don't get big headed and have big egos. Important is that we remain humble, understanding that God is in control. And we have to desire him doing the things that he wants us to do more than anything else. And so God is urging us, family, to be transformed from the inside out. I had to read verse 2 because verse 1 and verse 2, uh, as the Holy Spirit led me to, they go together. God is urging us to be transformed from the inside out. why God specifically is making known that we must change how we think. We must be changed in how we think. We have to renew our minds. Right? We have to renew our minds so that we can begin to understand God's will for our lives. Gotta have a clear mind and a pure heart. You've got to position yourself and be humble, right? Position yourself properly, yourself with God so that you can understand his will for your life. God may continue to provide us with pleasures, possessions, and statuses in various forms, but he urges us to learn how to look at life with these questions I got some questions for you God wants us To look at life With assessment of These questions What does God For me What does God want for me What, me? what is truly a good Acceptable And perfect Like what is What is the the good acceptable and perfect will of God for my life for God's purpose and not just for my own agenda just for my own desires or my own needs but but what is God's good acceptable and perfect will for my life so as believers we have been called personal consecration. Believers, we have been called to no consecration where our lives are a reflection of Christ and our bodies a living sacrifice to the Lord. It is our spiritual worship and our reasonable service to yield our lives, ourselves, our bodies Consecrate ourselves to him each day So family, to consecrate yourself It is literally to spend time with God Almost done To, to spend time with God It is to guard your ear gates and your eye gates you, you can't engage or indulge in everything, right? To consecrate yourself It means literally to be purified Let me get off social media. Let me turn the TV off. Let me turn the radio off. Let me go in the room. Let me shut the door. Let me get into the word of God. Let me have time uh, with God in prayer. Let me worship him in spirit and in truth so that he can work on me, so that he can renew my mind, so that he can purify my heart, so that he can renew my strength, so that he can equip me, so that he can build me up so that he can raise me up, so that when I leave this room, I'm a force to be reckoned with. So when I leave this room, I'm going to overcome every obstacle. I'm going to press through every challenge, so that when I leave this room, I can walk in the purpose, promise, and prosperity God has planned for my life. I want to consecrate myself so that when it comes to representing Jesus Christ, I can walk like him. I can talk like him. I can reflect him. I can shine bright in the earth. And as I on the way God desires to, you will be glorified. And as I lift up the name of Jesus, all others will be drawn closer to him. I know I'm using myself as an example, but I want you to put yourself in that position. I want you to apply this word to yourself. I want you to take ownership of it that, God, I want to consecrate myself. So that when I have that quality time with you, when I turn off the noise of the world, when I block out the distractions and the noise and the chaos of the world and I get to a place where it's quiet and it's just me and you and your words. And we can talk, and 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 God, you can share some things with me. I I can get a download. Come on, come on. I can get a download. God, you said that you'll provide a way of escape. So I need to I need to spend some time with you, God, so I can get a download for a business idea, for a witty invention, for a new strategy. God, I I I need a download concerning how uh, I need to press forward. I need to hear from you, God. I want to follow your instructions. I want to do what you want me to do because I have an understanding, God, that your way is the best way. So I want to position myself to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you so that I can press forward by faith and advance your kingdom in the way you desire. And so, family, we have to be a living sacrifice. We have to be a living sacrifice. The fallen world, sinful man, is all too ready. I need you to hear this. The fallen world and sinful man is all too ready into its own mode to cultivate mindset. Come on, family, let's think about it. Think about stuff that's being implemented and offered, presented, and available to the world influence to have a worldly mindset. Now now let me clarify something tonight. I am not preaching religion. I want to clarify something tonight. This is this is not a religious Broadcast. I know we we believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Word of God. But 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 I, I I'm I'm speaking on this because I don't want you to get caught up in just going through the motions. I don't want you to get caught up in tradition or rituals or, or, or ceremonies. I want you to have a real personal intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Like I, I want you to really uh, uh make take the initiative to really get to know the lord for yourself because when you start talking about worldly mindsets and worldly activities when you when you start talking about the things of the world a lot of people are quick to feel some type of way as if we're being judgmental or we're being religious but no i'm not here to implement religion tonight i'm here to inspire you to have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ so that you would choose him and not the desires of the world. At the end of the day, you can have a personal relationship with the Lord. Religion. You have to, you know, personal relationship with the Lord. Yes, there's a certain way to carry yourself. There's a certain way to speak certain Things you, you, you're supposed to do Certain things you're not supposed to do So what you can engage And what you shouldn't to Live according to God's word And live according to God's word you Cannot represent God and the world What's happening in the world, family? The world is trying to cultivate people into a worldly mindset where God is far removed. Our own sin nature dwells against the Spirit of God who dwells within us, lusting after our own fleshly desires. But God uses Paul to warn us not to be conformed to this world but rather to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, a daily transformation process where we are being changed from glory to glory into the image and likeness of Christ as we abide in him and he in us. It is a lifelong process that requires vigilant focus. Daily process that each and every single day we get up, we got to renew our mind. whole new day, I need to renew my mind again. A whole new situation, I need to renew my mind again. When you renew your mind, you renew your mind to what God said in his word. Renew your mind, your personal opinion. You don't renew your mind to leaning to your own understanding. I'm going to renew my mind. To God's word. What did God say? How did God say live? How did how did God say I'm supposed to carry myself? How do, how does God want me to make decisions? Who does God want me to be around and who does God not want me to be around? Family, we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind so we can take ownership of being Sacrifice, committed, committed. The enemy of our soul desires shipwreck, faith, render our testimony open. by stroking our ego or by causing us to become fearful. Because the enemy is a deceiver and a murderer. Has been. From the beginning, kill and destroy, as God says in John ten ten. He is literally trying to still kill, destroy. That's why we need to put on the whole armor of God today to overcome the world, our flesh, and the devil. Put on the whole armor of God to overcome the world, our flesh. Opportunity to allow God into the deepest part, the deepest parts of our heart, to a transformational work within us. Perhaps in our own efforts, we are unable to see a way out of bad habits or bad thinking. We can allow the Holy Spirit to renew our minds, to renew our strength, to renew our focus, to renew our life in its entirety. The point in which we desire to declare at all times God, I am a living sacrifice submitted, submitted to you. And so, family, Paul urges us to recognize that God has shown us numerous mercy. Declare that God owes us nothing. Instead of death, God has given us a new and purposeful life through Christ. He has He has forgiven our sins and shared with us the riches of His glory, even though we don't deserve none of it. So it may make you think how should we respond? How should we respond to what the Lord has done for us. Right that as the Jewish people offered you know, you know, they offered killed animals. Now, when you go through the Old Testament, uh, you know, Paul writes that as the Jewish people offered animals as sacrifices to God, Christians, the believers, children of God, should instead ourselves. The Old Testament, when they offered animals when they killed and they sacrificed animals offering to God for forgiveness for forgiveness together for forgiveness urging us for ourselves urging us for ourselves bodies God living sacrifice and so in other words family the only Response to God's mercy Giving us You know In uh, giving us For life Is him as, as a sacrifice To choose for his purpose right now The only response That we can give to God His mercy Because he's given us eternal life Because he's forgiven us because he's protected us, because he's delivered us. The response we can give to God right now. Lives, living sacrifice, got to use for his purposes. Now, and so throughout the Word of God, you know, animal sacrifices under the old covenant, official system, had to be set apart from the herd. Purpose and chosen care to make sure they were acceptable. Animal sacrifices under the old covenant sacrificial system had to be set apart from the herd for that purpose and chosen with care to make sure they were acceptable. and unharmed as living sacrifices, God has already set us apart for his purposes and declared us acceptable because he sees us in our position in Christ. In other words, we do not have to wait to be better people before we offer our bodies for God, before we offer our bodies to God to live for God. People in Christ, He will receive the sacrifice, everyday lives, for worship. We have to offer the life that he has given us. How we respond to God. Respond to God. The decision to say, God, I want to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. Now I want to close out with this family. Because not only I I, I wanna I want to give you this blessing tonight, because we are a week away from the new year. We are a week away, literally a week away next Sunday. 1st week away seven days away from the new year so Isaiah 43 18 and 19 in the King James Version I want to speak a blessing over you tonight and then we're going to go ahead and, and close out Isaiah chapter 43 verses 18 and 19 in the King James Version, and so the Word of the Lord says, "Remember ye not the former things? But consider the things of old. But I will do a new thing; Which shall spring forth, if ye not know it, you can make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. Make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. And so, family, you ought to submit to the will of God for your life." Because God is always doing new things and working in our lives to bring about new beginnings and new opportunities. You ought to submit to the will of God for your life because God is always doing new things and working in our lives to bring about new beginnings and new opportunities. Staying stuck in the past, not wanting to branch outside of your comfort zone, not wanting to be open to how God is moving and what he's doing and how he's leading us in each and every new season can keep you from the new things God wants to do in your life. When God wants to do something new, it doesn't involve an old flow or previous strategy. So God is doing new things in new ways as we're pressing forward towards the new year. God is letting us know because He has made a way for us. He no reason to fear, every no reason to press forward. Hallelujah. Just like He did with the children of Israel, He made a way for them through the Red Sea. God made a way for them. He'll make a way for you as well. And so God is showing us that he's not limited in making ways for us. He is not restricted in how he can provide, heal, deliver, and restore. So as we've read in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, instead of getting stuck in the past, family, instead of getting stuck up in your own ways, instead of living according to how you feel and what you see, Instead of drowning in your feelings and your emotions, instead of getting caught up under the wrong influences, instead of listening to the personal opinions of others, instead of trying to figure things out on your own, instead of trying to fit in or be popular or be accepted by certain people, God is saying, focus on what I am about to do in this present season and time. God is saying, present your bodies, present your mind, present your decision, present your lifestyle, present your bad habits, present your personal desires, present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto me, thus saith the Lord. He says, because I am doing a new thing and it shall spring forth. Is there anybody out there tonight that is ready to decree and declare, God, I'm ready to be a living sacrifice. I'm ready to be submitted to your will. I'm ready to stay committed to your will because your will is what's best for me. I'm going into the new year decreeing and declaring I'm a living sacrifice to God. Submitted, submitted. Because when I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed. I've got a testimony. I can say what I used to do, I do no more. I can say it was nobody but God who brought me out. It was nobody but God who healed me. It was nobody but God who delivered me. It was nobody but God who covered me. It was nobody but God who saved me. It was nobody but God who raised me, who redeemed me, who cleaned me up, who sanctified me. And because of what the Lord has done, I can decree and declare that I'm a living sacrifice to God, submitted to be committed, because I've tried him for myself. I've found out that he is all right with me. Come on, is there anybody out there tonight? Because you've tried God for yourself, found out he's all right with you. Come on, I'm a living sacrifice to God. Submitted to be committed because God walks with me. He talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. I'm a living sacrifice to God. Submitted to be committed because God's way is truly the best way because there is no other way to make it. Living sacrifice to God. Submitted, committed. Jesus, I need you to catch this, because Jesus was a living sacrifice for me. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm a living sacrifice for God because Jesus was a living sacrifice for me. Jesus came to the world through 42 generations, introduced by the Holy Spirit and the Father's voice from heaven. His baptism Kick. Hallelujah, I thank you, God Listen, Jesus' baptism kick-started his ministry His resurrection from the dead Defeating sin And confirmed him as the Messiah His sacrifice woo, I need you to catch this, family Jesus' sacrifice His throne thank you and I Jesus sacrificed his life by, by allowing himself to be wrongfully accused. He sacrificed his life by allowing himself to be arrested. He sacrificed his life by allowing himself to be severely whipped. He sacrificed his life by allowing himself to be sentenced to death. Jesus submitted to the will of God. He sacrificed his life by carrying his own cross to Calvary. He sacrificed his life by allowing the Roman soldiers to nail him to the cross. He sacrificed his life by allowing the Roman soldiers to lift him up. He can draw the world closer to him. He sacrificed his life by shedding his blood. He sacrificed his life by taking the penalty of sin on our behalf, giving up his spirit and dying. Oh, but because Jesus sacrificed his life, three days later, he rose with all power. Ah, He reigned supreme. He reigned victorious forevermore. And so giving us life, life more abundantly. I encourage you tonight to make the decision to decree and declare, God, because Jesus sacrificed his life for me, I'll sacrifice my life for you. I want to be a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice means sacrifice not doing what I want to do so that I can do what God wants me to do. That's what it means. To be a living sacrifice is literally let me move myself out the way. Instead of doing what I want to do, I'm going to sacrifice what I want to do so that I can do what God wants me to do, so that I can live the way God wants me to live, so that I can speak the way God wants me to speak, so I can flow the way God wants me to flow be here tonight to encourage you to make the choice to be a living sacrifice to, for God going into the new year because there is no other way Listen, you're listening tonight i pray that this word has blessed you i pray that you receive the the understanding and revelation God presented through Romans chapter 12 verses one and two tonight I pray it was a blessing to you, an inspiration to you, but I pray also that you receive it and apply it to your life and that you also share with others. But there's somebody out there tonight. I want to encourage you not to go into the new year the same way you've been flowing in 2022. Don't go into the new year without Jesus. Do not go into 2023 the same way you've been in 2022. You know how they used to say back back in the day, uh, you know, to get something you never had, you got to do something you've never done? You've been in this world looking for greater, trying to work for greater, greater opportunities, greater increase. You've been doing everything you felt was necessary in order to succeed and be great. Can I encourage you tonight. In order for you to really prosper, in order for you to really prosper and flow in the way that God created you to, it's for you to accept Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, God's way is literally the best way. Make the greatest decision tonight that you will ever make in your life. There's no other decision that you will make that will be greater than the decision to accept Jesus Christ into your life. Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. It's the word of God. Romans 10 and 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It don't matter what your race or your nationality is. It don't matter how old you are. It don't matter where you've been, who you've been around, what you did or mistakes you've done. It don't matter. If you call on the name of Jesus tonight, believing in who he is, what he's done, what he's able to do, he'll show up for you. And he is the Savior of the world. He is the Son of God. Believing that he died for your sins so that you can be forgiven, set set free and saved and reconciled back to God, having a right relationship with him. And believing that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to his power that is at work within you. And so, family, I'm here tonight to present you with the greatest opportunity you will ever have, you will ever be presented with, and that's an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ into your life. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me, for I have sinned. And falling short of your glory, I believe Christ died, believed Christ for my sins, and rose with all power. So real, so alive, save me. Accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart, to my life, stay in my life. Holy Spirit, to my heart, to my life, stay in my life, and have your way that I live. To God's word, feel. In Jesus' name, amen So family, if you repeated that prayer after me You just got saved You fully believe in what you just declared You just got saved And this is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life And we encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church Where they can help you grow spiritually through the word of God And y'all can encourage and inspire each other to stay focused Always pressing forward by faith showing each other an abundance of love, letting the love of Christ flow through you with us so that we can be a blessing and an inspiration to you on your new faith journey. Because we're created to walk by faith and not by sight. God is always with you, and he'll always have you covered. God bless you all so much. Y'all know that I love y'all abundantly. Listen, I'm going to ask Minister Adrian to come on,
0: um, and then we'll come back and close us off. Well, amen, amen. We are committed, submitted, and committed. You better know that this is the first day of our seven-day revival, and all I can say is power, power, power. He has left us with questions for the evening so that you can start to think about what it is that you want to do better, what it is that you need to do better, what it is that you are going to be in this new 2023. So I just want to thank Reverend Minister Morrow for doing his thing this evening. By faith, we good, we good. And I want to thank all of you for listening. And I want to invite you back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. for our Reverend Dr. Eileen Maddox, our very own Purpose Kingdom Zone. We're going to do it again, y'all, 8 p.m. But again, I need to just say, submit And committed. That's night one, y'all. Reverend Morrow, you're going to go ahead and send us home. And remember, y'all, tonight was the first night, and it was the night that we say, Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday, Jesus. And guess what? It's not about the presence, but it is about his presence. Remember that. Brother Morrow, tickets on hold.
2: Amen. Amen. To so God be all the glory.
0: Yeah, family, make the
2: decision. God, I want to be a living sacrifice for you. I am submitted to be committed. I'm not submitting to your will, God, to be some timing. Like I'm not committed halfway. Like, I don't have one foot in and one foot out. I'm not, I don't want to be lukewarm. You know, I I, want to be on fire for you, God. Like, I want to give you my all. Like, I want to go where you say go. I want to be who you created me to be. I want to do what you command me to do. Because And and, and watch this. I want to receive all that you want me to have because there's absolutely no limit. Like God, your way is literally the best way, like there's no way i can I can fail, like yeah, there'll be challenges, yeah, there'll be obstacles, yeah, there'll be tough times, but I will always with God, with you, Lord, I'll always come out better than when I went in, like like every situation will will always end better than the way it started, because you who have begun a good work in me. Until the day of Jesus Christ So God I'm going to be a living sacrifice For you Submitted to be committed Not only am I going to submit to your will I'm going I, to commit to your will I'm going all in I'm going all in It doesn't matter what people got to say about me It doesn't matter the personal opinions It doesn't matter the judgment It doesn't matter who don't want to be my friend it doesn't matter who don't want to connect with me. It don't matter who don't want me to be a part of their circle. It doesn't matter where I'm not accepted. It, it, it don't matter. I've I, I got God on my side, and I'm on his, and I'm pressing forward victoriously no matter what. Because with God, you are dearly loved, totally forgiven, completely accepted. Take say that again. With God. You are dearly loved. All of these, forgiven, completely accepted, dearly loved, totally forgiven, and completely accepted. Amen. Amen. So be encouraged, family. Continue to enjoy this Christmas day, um, family and friends. Check it out. Jesus is truly the reason for the season. And not only is Jesus, Jesus the reason for the season, but he is the reason for every single day of our life. So don't just celebrate him just today or just in this season. Celebrate our king every single day, 365 days a year. Amen. Listen, as you press forward into the new year, I decree and declare that God will bless you and your family abundantly, that everything you set your hands to do will prosper and increase. I declare that you will overcome every obstacle, that you will press through every challenge in Jesus' name, and I speak the blessing of the Lord over you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I speak the blessing of the Lord over you, family. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor, give you his peace. And it is so in Jesus' name. Cover your children tonight, God. Cover them all the days of their life. Renew their strength. Renew their minds. Purify their hearts. Create in us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within us. In the name of Jesus, block every plot, every attack of the enemy. Block every danger seen and unseen. Block every distraction, every threat. In Jesus' name, you, Lord, that you've already prepared the way before us. You've already made the rough places smooth. You've already made the crooked places straight. You've already removed every obstruction and distraction. You've already tore down the wall of hostility. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you that you are God that you are in control, that you have all power, that you reign supreme, that you are the only true living God. We decree and declare tonight and all the days of our life, have your way in the name of Jesus. Cover our homes, cover our families, cover the youth, cover the elders, cover the seniors, cover the sick, cover the less fortunate. Father, we pray tonight that you will touch, heal, deliver, strengthen, restore, provide for, protect, and make your children whole. In Jesus' name, I decree and declare tonight for those under the sound of my voice that every situation will work out for our good on our behalf and our favor in every area of our life, every day of our life. In Jesus' name, Lord, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Now unto you who is able to keep us from falling and present us, fathers, before the presence of your glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, it is so. In Jesus' name, family, y'all already know, faith be good, for we walk by faith. I love you so much. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I'll see you all again soon. I'm out.
0: Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see you down, I will not lose. He saved me.